Welcome to Fools Rush In, STFC fan-made podcast and vlog. Still unfiltered, still unedited, still unaffiliated and full of opinion and raw emotion. I am joined by a cluster of your favourites. Um, so let's get straight into the hello, starting with, and your eyes do not deceive you, we're recording on a Monday night and Joe's here. How are you, buddy? Yeah, I'm all good, thanks, mate. Um, yeah, makes a change to be on at the start of the week. It does. It's it's very nice to have you on so early in the week. Was it warm enough for you at the, uh, at the friendly at the weekend? Uh, it was chuffing off, is what I'll yes. say. Yes, indeed. Well, we will come back to that shortly, that's for sure. Uh, welcome back as well, uh, Mr. Ocus Road himself. How are you, Nick? Yeah, very well. Yeah, uh, glad to be back. So hopefully looking forward to a decent show tonight. Honoured and privileged to have you back. And thank you in advance because you've prepared tonight's quiz for us as well. So thank you very much. Yes, yeah, uh, just to fill my time up. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are pleased to play any part in your recovery time, that is for sure. Um, evening, Mark. Welcome to yet another show. Good evening, Stephen. You had a good week? I, I've had a hot week, that's for sure. <laughs> it definitely has been hot. You know, I've been suffering, still carrying this uh, winter coat, so to speak. Yeah, that's me. You and me both. You and me both. <laughs> um, and the man who's got the hang of the virtual background. So how are you, Ben? I'm all right, mate. I'm good. Right. Yes. Yes. I sorted out the virtual background on my shirt of the day. This shirt this I was week. gonna this say, yeah, you promised last week it was gonna be a different shirt every episode till you run yeah. out. So I've got the, the Doherty in front of a hedge um shirt on today. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, so yeah, very keen, looking forward to the get quiz today. Excellent. And last but certainly not least, uh, good evening, young Ned. Good morrow, young Fife. And how the devil are you, sir? Ah. Oh. Stupidly hot, melting, Stupidly liquid, hot. pure liquid. Pure liquid. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of us that have said that off camera in one, in one way or another. Um, the joys of being well built, as I say. <laughs> um, oh, lads, let's get straight into the, the topical stuff. And, uh, and Joe, let's talk the, the friendly with Supermarine. Um a large number of, of players on the pitch. So it wasn't, you know, the, the word coming out of the camp is it's all about fitness. It, the result doesn't matter. The performance doesn't really matter at this stage of pre-season. Um, but of course, when you lose a game like that to, to with all due respect, opposition like Supermarine, uh, a good 80% of our fan base will absolutely lose their shit. Was it as bad as, as people suggested it was? Um, no, I don't think it was... Terrible. I mean, we had plenty of plenty of shots on goal, but just they all hit the trees instead of the net. <laughs> um, no, I said to you off off camera earlier that I was by the dugouts on Saturday, and uh, Scott Lindsay wasn't interested in the players giving one hundred percent at all in those conditions. It was so hot. It was you know they were they were coasting really. Supermarine were obviously at full tilt because they want to win. Um, but our guys was you know the pitch was dry, bobbly, and and not very nice and. There's, they just didn't want to get injuries or or do anything that they didn't need to do. So it was literally get 45 minutes in legs and, and get out of there. And um, what of, I believe there was three trialists. There was the one from West Brom, one from Bristol City and, and, and a lad back from Bolton. What did you make of those three? Um, having been to Meltram last week and Supermarine, uh, 
Darcy from from Bolton was a lot better on Saturday. He he, he actually impressed me. He, he got up and down the pitch and won the ball, played good good passes. The other two, I'd be amazed if we see them again. Okay, okay, and uh, that, that's uh, that's what we ask the questions for. It's an honest assessment. Um, so of the of the three, saying Darcy's the only one you you think is likely to to feature again. Yeah, and I mean he's been here since the start of pre-season as well. So I think obviously Lindsay's obviously keen on him. Um, the the centre half, it, it was difficult because he, he didn't have a lot to do. I mean he's a big lad. He's you know he's six six I think. So yeah, he could be a useful a useful asset. But I, I don't I wouldn't see him as a as a starting centre half for sure. I think he'd be a sort of player you bring on when you're you know perhaps holding on to a lead late in the game just to head a few balls out the box. But I, I, of the three, I. It would only be Darcy for me at the moment. Okay. And um, Mark, obviously we were talking again off air before we started and, and pre-season generally is, is something we'll be discussing for another couple of weeks yet. Uh, but at the end of the day, results don't really matter, do they? Not really. I mean, you know, league titles and relegation isn't decided in pre-season. Um, I think that the nail has already been hit on the proverbial head and that is that we have a squad of players some of them that are very new to, to to men's football from our own point of view. And the only way they're going to get any experience or that we're going to get a chance to see uh, where they're at in terms of the progression they've had from the academy is, is by playing them in these um, fixtures. Uh, and I, there was almost a bit of a mini meltdown on Saturday at the fact that you know we'd lost 2-0 at Supermarine. But again, you know they, they beat us 17 years ago. And I know it's a long time since they've, they've had a positive result in that regard. But it doesn't mean anything. It really doesn't mean anything. Um, I think that one of the, uh, the the regular sort of you know positive voices on um, on Twitter in, in in Seaside Reds and Moonraker um, Reds as well has been suggesting that you know he's seen us have fantastic um, pre seasons, then go on to have an absolutely horrendous season. He's seen us have horrendous pre seasons. And then seen us go on to have fantastic seasons. And there's always that bit in the middle as well where you can't really tell what's going to happen. Um, so I don't think we can read anything. The squad's still far from being completed. I know the season is you know, three weeks away from commencing. We'll probably still not be finished uh, in terms of our recruitment at that stage, bearing in mind that the window's open until the beginning of September. Um, so there's no need to hit the panic button. No need to hit the panic button at all. No, none at all. Um, as for the development of the squad, Ben, it's been a bit quiet lately with regards to confirmed deals in. Um, the one thing that, that did become apparent is the much mooted move to bring in Bamba that hasn't happened. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame with Bamba. Um, I think uh, Lindsay hinted to personal reasons whatever they may be, for it actually not happening. Um, I believe it was very, very, very close, if not done. But one reason or another, he's decided to uh, spend some time with his family, and you've got to respect that. Um, so that's that. Um, with In terms of squad recruitment, as it stands, we are short in a lot of players, and it's very inexperienced. And uh, you can understand fans getting a little bit twitchy. My personal, my personal view is that... Um, I, I, we, we still got time. Uh, we, I think we need about seven. Uh, I do think we need experience. I think uh, a lot of people hinted, I think experience is going to come. I, I think everyone picks up one or two decent signings. I think, I, I think the whole mental state of the anxiety of the club and the fan base will ease. 
but it does need to come sooner rather than later. Um, be good to have a you know a set squad for the start of the season rather than the the, the end of August. And uh, the ongoing saga, Nick, that is pain, um, took a, a new turn today with this uh, suggestion. He was on trial at Crawley. I don't know if you've seen the uh, the very blurry evidence, but from from what I could tell, it's absolutely certainly not him. No, 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 Jack Payne interfered for you, Crawley on trial. good to go to a team like Crawley on trial, either they'll offer him a contract or not, but no, no way that's him. Well, I'd say my message from Jack Payne would be grass isn't always greener on the other side. Look what Egbo gone to Charlton, and from what I've seen reported, he's ended up with his leg in a yeah, his legs in a cast, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So be very careful where you go. I mean, last season, Pace said that he wanted to be somewhere he was happy, where he was settled. It's Swindon. Yeah, he was happy playing good football, the team playing good football. He's got his best mate in McCurdy there. He's got his midfield mate in um, Rue there. He's set up his job Williams, the Welsh international player. Why, you know, there's no great reason to leave. If he's just out of money, what he's going to go. If he's settled and play football, he's got to stay. So I'm still hoping he will stay. I'm actually, the longer it drags on, the more I think he's going to stay personally. I think if yeah. he's going to leave, he, he probably would have done so by now. Um, I, I, I could be wrong. And if I am wrong, I'll hold my hands up. But like I say, the longer this goes on, the, the rumours are that he's been spending a lot of time in and around the club and talking with the club and training at Foundation Park. Obviously, it doesn't mean anything because he can't train with anyone because he's out of contract because he's uh, for insurance purposes. But yeah. there is a lot of connections with him still at Swindon. Um, the club seem quite confident, but we don't know. We don't know. He could he could be holding an orange shirt up tomorrow, uh, tomorrow for all we know. So we'll wait and see on that one. Um, I asked you all this... Uh, last week, I think it was. So I'll, I'll ask you again to see if any of us can get it right. But um, between now and, say, meeting up again, probably this time next Monday to record, how many players do you think will be confirmed, signed, whether that's freebies, loans, bought? Um, Joe, I'll start with you. Uh, I, I think only one or two probably this week. Um, and I think it'll be like that probably till the start of the season, probably one a week or, you know, just gradually bringing people in if you look historically at most transfer windows you don't tend to get your biggest transfers until the window's nearly closed um so you know i'm i'm, I'm gonna agree with what mark said earlier there's no need to panic about anything yet um if it's still a squad like this at the end of august then fair enough but i think we've got plenty of time to bring in the players that we need at the moment how about you ned oh, i agree entirely with what joe said um absolutely no need to panic at the moment you know players will filter through and as you rightly said the you know the should we say the better players um uh, the more experienced players and the players who are highly regarded tend to hold on and to see what they can get so um i guess you know players like um uh, you know that lad from newport uh, Dom Telford, you know, he's probably been offered a huge contract to therefore guarantee a signature right, you know, a few weeks ago. Um, but 
yeah, I, I, I'm not concerned in any capacity. Um, I, I don't understand the meltdowns. I really can't believe that, you know, um, it's life and death if we don't beat a, a non-league team. Um, it's, it's just, the guy said it's completely irrelevant. But, yeah, so I'm going off piste. Um, yeah, I reckon probably, um, I don't know, it's been so quiet in recent times. And also, the, you know, the search for the first team head coach took a while so it might take a little while for these new signings to come through um so maybe i'm making i reckon it'll be another week or so of quietness and then it'll just start to filter through i reckon maybe two or three a week okay ben this week gut feeling uh, i think we'll see a couple because we've got a couple of games today so it wouldn't surprise me to see one tomorrow announced at least one or two tomorrow announced for woking um because we've got a game um, I'm going to say three, but then a quiet week next week. Okay, Mark. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go with what Ben said. I think we'll probably see a couple couple in this week, um, and potentially uh, the end of the, the the Jack Payne saga. I think realistically, even from his own point of view, if you've got a pre-season to complete, be it with us or with somebody else you probably want to give yourself another couple, two or three weeks to bed in with your new club. So I think that decision is likely to be fairly imminent. So I'll confidently say that he's going to, to, to re-sign with us. So three in the next week. And also it's worth bearing in mind that if we're looking to loan some really good quality players from Premier League teams, um, they tend to wait until later in the window to release their better talent to see who's available and what teams, you know, what likelihood they are going to get into play um, regular football minutes. So, again, this is why I don't think anyone should be panicking. If we've got our eyes on those kind of targets, then we're going to have to be patient. But, yeah, certainly two, this, two new players this week and hopefully, fingers crossed, Jack signs on the dotted line. Well, the rumour on that front is, uh, and, and again, we never profess to be in the know. We're, we're merely just commenting like everyone else is on on what people are saying online. Um, but the, the lad from Chelsea apparently now isn't coming and, and they're looking at someone from Liverpool, um, and another young kid from Liverpool instead, uh, is the rumour. Uh, Nick, how many do you think uh, will be signed within the next seven days? Yes, similar to everybody else. I think two... Um, he played a couple of games um, on loan. Um, he's if he plays tomorrow, has another decent game, and hopefully Jack Payne. So I'd go with two. Yeah, I, I'm, I've been thinking two plus Payne uh, in the next seven days um, is certainly the answer. Um, there's, as you've, some of you have alluded to, there's there's more friendly action coming up, so there'll be more on-the-pitch stuff to talk about in upcoming episodes. Let's briefly discuss things off the pitch. And first, a story that um, Rich was hoping to come on to talk about, but unfortunately he's not made it on tonight. Um, it was the news um, that the new players are instantly sort of getting in amongst the community um, in a way that a lot of fans appreciate. And I believe it was... Um, uh, two, two of the lads, the new goalkeeper, Bryce, it's Bryce, isn't it? Bryn. Bryn, sorry. Bryn. sorry. Bryn. And, um, and the lad, Tyree Shade, I think. Tyree Shade, yeah, thank you. That's the one I was looking for. Uh, turn up at Wesley School um, to, to meet some of the kids, which I think is a nice touch when you've only been at the club 
a matter of what, two weeks by, by the time they've done this? Speechless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, appreciate that. I mean, a question to anyone in general. I was just kind of throwing it out there for anybody. As I think that's what the, that's what the young lads want, or the young young kids want, isn't it? Is is that face to face interaction with with footballers that they're going to watch play? And you know, you don't you obviously don't get much of that at the higher level because they're not allowed to go out of the side their houses or anything without security. But you know, these it's the way of it's the way of getting these young people to watch Swindon, isn't it? Is get the get the players at the schools and and hand out tickets and mm. do whatever they got to do to try and encourage them to come along. And that's the that's the the the, the target we've got to try and get in for the future is all these these youngsters. So yeah, yeah we, any, anything anything that's in, that's engaging, especially with with kids, I think is is the way forward. Yeah, we've spoken a lot over the last twelve to eighteen months, haven't we, Ben? Across various episodes about the importance of of getting schools and getting into community and bringing mm. through the next generation of, of Swindon fans. So this, this can only work to that benefit. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. We need to get as many bums on seats as possible. Get more, more you know, it, it's, it's an easy win, isn't it? Getting the kids in because obviously they nag mum and dad's to take them with them and the kids tickets aren't that expensive as it is anyway. So uh, yeah, get them in young, get lifelong, lifelong fans. It's the way I started supporting the club. It's the way pretty much all of us would, would have done, I suppose. Um, and, and again, just back on the original point, Ned, um, for, for two new players to be the ones to go and do it, it it's, it's a good introduction for them, of course, um, but also a, a, a nice touch because, you know, if it was a, if it was a long-established player, then you kind of think oh, it's kind of what they're used to. But for two brand-new players, it's, it's, a, it's a nice touch for them to be the ones to sort of shoulder that responsibility to go and do it, isn't it? Absolutely, and um, you know this this type of stuff is uh, is uh, you know it's it's pure gold for for you know, for what's the word I'm looking for? Um, PR. Sorry. PR. Well, I was going to say for you know to, oh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Who who knows what I'm trying to say on on a hot day like this? <laughs> it's too hot for you to think, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 brilliant. You know, um, as, as someone else said, you know, it's 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 putting a, a face to the to the new guys and just to get them, you know, to know, you know, just to get get a foot in the door for for getting a feeling of our community. Um, unfortunate subject, obviously. Um, but um, yes. <laughs> But um, you know, it's it is really nice, and, uh, and you know, I appreciate that they're taking you know time out of their uh, day to uh, you know to to make the, the community you know bring them that little bit closer and, and reward the children who did the who made the right choices. No, absolutely, and credit must be given to them as well. Um, you know, it, it's it's brought forward the opportunity for us to talk about the players doing a bit in the community, but let's talk about what what led to that point and. And uh, very intelligent decisions being made um, by the children. That is certainly for sure. Um, something else that's, that's happened since we last met was there was the announcement on the loyalty points scheme. Um, needless to say, it's not gone down well with the majority. Um, ranging for different things such as why you get more points for going to certain games than others, why you need to go to a certain pre-season game to get an away day ticket. Um, Joe, I know you've said that, that you kind of read through it, uh, the, the whole sort of loyalty points thing. What, what was your take on it when you first looked through it? I mean, it's very bizarre, isn't it? Um, 
the reaction uh, or the actual way they're doing it? Well, just the way they're doing it. This this just seems very strange that you have to go to a friendly against Cardiff to get tickets for Harrogate. I, I don't understand that. Um, but there must be a way of looking on their system back to last season to see who did the most away games or, or something like that. That's got to be a better way of doing it. Not just because, I mean, a lot of these guys that travel to, I mean, I go to a fair few away games and a lot of these guys don't live in Swindon. So they're not going to go to the Cardiff game. They're not going to want to go to the Cardiff game. You know, so now they're potentially having to spend 15 quid or whatever it is for a Cardiff ticket that they're potentially not even going to go to the game. So Harrogate is now effectively going to cost them 40 quid. You know, and that's going to put a lot of people off. And I mean, I know there's, we're going to sell our allocation anyway because it's such a small allocation. But uh, yeah, it's 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 very strange decision by the club, I think, to to do it like that. Um, you know, just if 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 you're going to confuse like that, just say season tickets get a priority, and that's it. Mm. You know, don't don't involve the Cardiff game. Why do you need to involve the Cardiff game? It's just just seems to me a way like the club are forcing you to go to a game that you don't need to go to. You know. Nick, do you mind me? Do you mind me asking? And and I don't mean this potentially the way it's going to sound, but when you think back to to your earlier years supporting Swindon and and, and throughout your entire tenure supporting yeah. Swindon, um, obviously a lot of, a lot is made about the the development of social media and how that means fans can interact and then ultimately overreact to to just about everything. But when you see even announcements such as loyalty points getting the reaction online it does from the majority of, of fan bases, and Swindon aren't an isolated case, just about every club has this same sort of reaction when anything happens. Do, do, you, do you wonder what's ever happened to, to the game, you know, where you could just read about what was happening in the papers and get on with it kind of thing? Yeah, well, the part of Swindon for I support in time following the club so and the main event I lived in Sorenster which sorry I think we're getting some some interference coming through your mic there Nick we can't quite make out what you're saying sorry um that's better is that better yeah it's coming through clearly at the moment yeah okay yeah um being sort of out of the area um things are one um, for the hard game, having to go there. I think I need to look at how many supporters actually live outside of Swindon, and I, I think the percentages would be quite high. I mean, I've, I've got no idea what it's, but um, you just look around social media, pick where people are from, and uh, lots of people are out of Swindon, so it's not easy to get to any. I mean, I'm, I'm so, sorry, Nick. It's the, the, the interference has come back again. I, I was I got the point up to you were saying about if the, if they did the research into how many Swindon fans live outside of Swindon, the percentages would be quite high. We obviously don't know exactly what they are. I mean, Ben and I all know that there's quite a I, I say strong. When you know, we're not talking hundreds or thousands, but there's quite a, a nice little group of us throughout the the West and East Midlands that that we all talk. We know that there's. Um, Luke, who I think is around Mansfield Way, obviously Leicester for me and, and Stravacon Avon for you, Ben. And there's a few others I know dotted around Burton and stuff who, who we've met up with before. So, and, and we know, again, as you said, Nick, through social media, we've got Swindon fans up, up as north of Scotland that, that, that like to go to the games up at the North Clubs that, that Swindon-based fans find it more difficult to go to. Yeah, absolutely. So 
Yeah, I, I think doing that Cardiff game was a mistake, or is a mistake. Um, and it just seems a bit of a money up, which is obviously what it is. Um, we will get the fans go away games anyway. The area we're following is massive, as we said, Swindon. Um, so, yeah, it's... Uh, so um, the attention previously, um, the only things we got was probably even an advertiser and the good old ball pink. Mm. Where you, yeah. uh, you 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 got the stuff on there, and you know I, we used to coach it in from Siren. Um, and the only time I can ever remember having any real contact with players was after League Cup when um, they brought the rest of various villages and they brought it over to Sirencester. And we had um, Don Rogers and I think it was Peter Downsborough there signing autographs. Nice. And apart from that, there was really no real interaction or sort of dealings with the club player. And that links into um, the earlier point, Mark, doesn't it, about what we're saying with school kids, the, the surrounding area as well. You're someone else I know based outside of Swindon. Um, so to be able to connect the wider community and, and bring those fans in from a bit further afield. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And to be honest with you, the, um, the, the, the Cardiff incentive absolutely boils my piss and it just harks, it harks back to a similar situation, albeit a, uh, a sheep in slightly different, or sorry, a wolf in slightly different sheep's clothing, with the Bristol Rovers game, when that was called off by Lipa and everyone else had to pay to go to the same game they didn't get to see the time before. And I'll tell you why it's the same, it's because the club are dictating which games the fans uh, are allowed to go to, and that's completely unacceptable. You can't be expected to have to go to Cardiff to then get to go away. It doesn't work like that. They spent a lot of time and effort saying, that our fan base was superb away from home last season. So why try and put the shackles on saying which fans are allowed to travel away? The awkwardness that this is going to cause anyway, they haven't taken into account. We're going to get an allocation of, what, four, 450 tickets for 4,500, 5,000 season ticket holders. It's quite easy to see that that maths isn't going to work. So I don't really understand the truth behind this situation, which is clearly a shot in the arm from the cash flow point of view. And why not just be open and honest about that? But you're quite right. You know, we do need to encourage and have incentives to bring the younger populace into um, the, the county ground on a regular basis. The incentives they've already talked about doing with, with local schools um, is fantastic. And I hope to see more of the same. And I hope to see dedicated matches um, this season where a good portion of um, the tickets are given away to school kids. I know some of the fan base will, will, will get wound up about that, but we have to protect our future interests and the kids are the future interests. We're not going to be around forever, but we want to pass on um, everything to our kids uh, in as much as you know, having the, the, the heartache and the joy of following a, a true lower league football club. So, um, they've got to get those incentives right. But, uh, you know, it really does frustrate me, this the, the, this whole loyalty point scheme. And I can't work it out. It's more complicated than Nectar card. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> 
Um, and just while you're the, the focus point of attention, Mark, uh, just to take a sideways step, um, we spent a lot of time over the last season uh, praising and congratulating uh, Woody, and rightly so, for the success he had with the uh, girls' team this season just gone. Uh, but uh, some video footage emerged um, via our WhatsApp chat of, uh, of the side that you coach, uh, winning oh, yeah, the trophy yeah. as well. Uh, so, what, so please tell us a little bit more. Obviously, we, we've alluded to in the last couple of episodes that, that you do do a bit of coaching, but, but tell us a little, more, a little more about the side you coach and, and, and okay. the trophy that you managed to win this season. So I, I coach a team in, in, in Cheltenham. I have been coaching them now. I'm into my sort of maybe three and a half years. Um, and I've known, known these, these, these little ones get up to the age now where they're almost at senior school and we've just turned into an under-12 side. And when I took the club over um, three years ago, it was because, you know, a lot of the, um, um, the, the players left on there, the, the dads that were running it left. And there was a core nucleus of about five or six kids left over and they were very much um, in danger of folding the club. And obviously my son was playing for them and still does to this day, as you can imagine. And I felt really sad and I felt really gutted. I had no intention ever of really getting involved with coaching. Um, but I did, I don't know, I'm glad that I did. I worked with some fantastic people when I did my um, level one qualification uh, within the Gloucestershire FA. Uh, we had, um, uh, and I do excuse me, if she ever does watch the pod, I can't remember, can't remember her name. She's an ex-England international um, footballer that was down with the tutors on that day. She was showing us how to go through the tactics on the board. It was just amazing, really, really amazing. Gloucester FA do a huge amount, or Gloucester FA do a huge amount uh, of work. But needless to say, I had to rebuild the team, get new players in, build new relationships with parents, um, you know, build friendship groups, because obviously it doesn't just focus on, uh, you know, players with ability. It's all about having a good quality amount of an, an equal game time. You need to have good quality friendship groups and groups of kids in the same school. So they're able to grow from a social perspective uh, and, and all, all of the good stuff that goes with it. So we've watched them, you know, over the last few years get more confident grow as individuals and it, it was just fantastic um, uh, for this, this last season to see them to see them actually win a league uh, you know the, these are kids that you know maybe had you know next next to no confidence and who just like you know bang the drum about you know come on you can do this and being the, the whole positive encouragement and let's do positive which are the you know key fundamentals that, that we talk through um, and they yeah they capped off with an amazing season I mean the, the, the when we actually won promotion and, and the actual league it, we were three one up a half time uh, in our match the opposition scored within about two minutes of the restart and really put us under pressure the final 10 minutes of that game that was proper heart in the mouth stuff because they defended so valiantly they were determined they were going to get that win um and it was just amazing their, their faces you know watching the the joy and jubilation from kids you know achieving in in, in football is just absolutely amazing and they're such a lovely group. I can't, you know, I wouldn't want to work with anybody else or go anywhere else. They are a great bunch of kids. They're, they're a credit to their parents and we have a wonderful group of parents. This was a real combination when we had our presentation day on uh, on Sunday. And uh, yeah, the trophy is here. Mwah. Thank you very much. <laughs> that was... Uh... That was very, uh, very well, very lovely uh, sentiment there. Uh, the only thing missing was we never actually got the, the name of the, the name of the team, Mark. <laughs> so it's the yeah, Southside Star Lions. This is the uh, the under 11s. They're now under 12s, but under 11s won the league. 
Well, congratulations to you, to all the kids involved, and of course the parents, because uh, at that age, as you say, the, the parents are generally the, uh, the unsung heroes of, of every team, you know, taking all the kids wherever they need to be for training and matches. So well done to everyone involved for the season you've just had. Thank you. Um, let's divert attention uh, just briefly. Unfortunately, um, neither Woody nor Rich are here, but I think it's important just to mention um, that obviously the, the women's team had, had their um, sort of well-advertised friendly at Foundation Park with with Burnley, from what I I've read up, up uh, what I've read up on the game, it, it seemed to be a you know a good day all round. It all went well, with the exception of the result, of course. It, it didn't exactly go Swindon's way, unfortunately. But you know, again, we've said pre-season doesn't count for doesn't count for anything in terms of results. I'm sure they would have learned a lot from the experience, and it can only bode well for the season ahead. And we look forward under the uh, under the stewardship of primarily Woody and uh, and Rich to keeping an eye again on uh, on what the women's team can can achieve and and listen I believe they <coughs> may have this wrong so please forgive me I'm not as well educated as Woody is and this sort of stuff I do believe there is another friendly at Foundation Park possibly this Sunday um, and again it, it's great because it's free entry you, you just get to turn up to watch it and it, if you've got nothing else to do on a Sunday afternoon it's got to be worth it to go and support Swindon Town women so I hope I've got that right and I hope the friendly is Sunday um, please check before just turning up because <laughs> I'm not the authority um, I again I only I, I read as much as I can to understand as much as I can and, and every now and then I'll get the details wrong but I, I hope I'm right I think I'm right uh, I'll tell you, I'm Burnley are a really good team as well so um, yeah it's no bad thing to be slaughtered by these um or <laughs> sorry to use that phrase but they were massacred weren't they but you look at burnley's uh, the way that burnley finished the end of their season there they were winning like big time like they beat middlesbrough 8-1 they've beat uh who else did they beat uh west brom 8-0 they're very very good team very right? very good by, team. All, by all accounts so i'm sure they would have got loads from it well, again, we will continue to um, advertise and promote the women's team as much as we possibly can throughout the whole season and wish them the very best of luck. Um, in, terms of, in terms of news, I think that pretty much covers us for the week, lads. So shall we jump into a game? Game it is. Uh, Nick, how's the mic holding up? Are you going to, is this going to work? Hopefully. <laughs> Excellent. Well, please uh, tell everyone what game you've managed to put together for us. OK, it's, it's um, based around what everybody is doing. Uh, we haven't got a goal scorer. So I think it's uh, for us in the past. OK. So I'll start off with um, Charlie Austin. We're doing the percent game as the other uh, quizzes were, and it's a higher or lower, more format, point uh, correct. So, so just to clarify, because the mic did break up a little bit there, you're going to give us some of the some of the top goal scorers from yesteryear, and we've got, yeah. what, say, high or low in terms of their total amounts of goals, or was it goals in a particular season? No, total. Total legal. 
What a neck, okay. clever mate. Nice. Let the shit housing commence. What I'll do, Nick, is if the mic does break up at any yeah. point, I'll I'll, yeah. um, I'll sort of give you a sign and we can use the chat box as well and I'll announce who it was. Um, okay. Well, we, we, you know, we can do a, a second announcement as to who the player was just to make sure everyone stands a good chance. And again, as we always say, anyone watching or listening, Play along and let us know afterwards if you beat us. Um, okay. I'm looking forward to this. Right. Um, I'll start off, Charlie. Um, also, the other thing, the players I'm going through are in alphabetical. Um, okay. So, Charlie, his percentage, 54 games, scored 31 goals. So the next player on the list, Paul Benson. Ooh. So is, is, is his league goal percentage higher than Charlie Austin's? Yeah. Higher lower percentage. Right. And, and what was Austin's percentage, sorry? 57%. And we'll start off with Ben. Um, I'm going to go... He had half a season, and he had a very good, really half a season. I'm going higher, and I am going 42. That's lower. That's lower. Did you say 38, Charlie Austin? <laughs> I can't hear because of the... Um... So, Charlie Austin's was 57. 57? Oh. Yeah. I don't know. That's a... So, I'm going to go lower, 43. <laughs> 42 still. <laughs> 42 still. So you're going lower 42? Yeah. Sorry. Okay. That's okay. Uh, Fifey, you're next. Well, see, I agreed with Ben's um, summary that he had a very prolific period in a short amount of time. However, I don't agree with Ben's logic that a lower number is actually higher. <laughs> <laughs> I've just heard the internet when... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say higher and actually pick a number that was higher... And go 59%. God. Okay, Mark? Yeah, my, my initial inclination was they had a very good strike rate and um, I definitely want to go higher than 57%. So what, you're going to go to 32? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's too high. Far too high. Um, I'm 62%. Oh, huge numbers. Ned? Imagine if we kept him. Uh, I'm going to go lower and say 55%. And Joe? Yeah, I think it's I think it's going to be close either way, but I'm going higher. Um, and I guess 60, 60 has not been said yet, has it? No, no. Oh, it's a good, it's a good spread of predictions, that, for a first one. Okay, I think you'll find this quite surprising. Ben um, and Ned are correct. It was actually lower. Well, 39. Ooh. That's why we didn't keep him. To be fair, we did score a lot of goals that season. Mm. 31 appearances, 12 goals. 
Wow. Surprisingly, I would have thought it would have been more. Okay. Okay, right. right. The right. next word. So just to confirm then, that was 31, was it? Uh, 39 percent. 39, sorry. 39. Is there bonus points or is it? Um... Oh, yeah. Sorry. So the nearest was Ben with 42. That's unbelievable that Ben completely <laughs> cocked it up and got close to it. <laughs> uh, such a Ben thing to do. That's such a Ben thing to do. <laughs> such a Ben thing to do. I'm... Okay, um, the next one is James Collins. James Collins, okay. Hmm. And the last percentage you're looking at was 39, so higher or lower than 39. And who would and you like to go first? Start off with, yeah, Fife is next. See, this I'm torn with this one because there was a period where he did score, but like the memorable goals were in the cup as much as anything. No, this is legal. I know, I know. I listen to the rules, even through the static. <laughs> I'm going to say lower 34%. Yeah, I'm going to say lower as well. 33%. Come on, let's not start this this early. <laughs> uh, Ned? Lower 32%. <laughs> and Joe? I think it's lower, but because everyone said lower, I'm going to go higher. 40. <laughs> 28. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Those... Oh, whoa, whoa, hang on. Ben hasn't had a go yet. Sorry, Sorry Ben. Uh, lower, 32. Uh, we've already oh. had 32. 31. <laughs> <laughs> we all agree. Fairy Fairy is a cheater. Close, <laughs> close on that. He played 45 games, 15 goals, which gives us 33%. <gasps> and Mark is spot on. What a Mark. <laughs> Absolute yeah, that shit. How was that guess as well? Sorry? The absolute shit housing. He's only done that because I said 34. <laughs> ben got the last one by being a complete fraud. <laughs> Unbelievable. You could have worked out your decimals and your percentages, Five. He, he scored that four goals when it came Craig, on Craig's going to get his dry your eyes video out in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, you got to remember that people outside the pod don't, don't know about yeah, that. Certainly folklore. You know, there, there may be a dry your eyes video, but it's never been made public before. Hmm. Let's continue. Okay, the next uh, Simon Cox. Simon Cox. Simon Cox. Yeah. And Mark. So, I think it's going to be higher. And I'm going to go 42%. Ned? What was it, 33 before? Is that right? Yeah. Coxie, oh Coxie, Coxie, Coxie. How many games did he play? Scored. I say you just look up at that monitor on the roof, Ned. Make out that you're not tight. <laughs> my monitor's my monitor's here. <laughs> so I'm looking this way just to make sure people don't think I'm cheating. Um, we can't see the monitor regardless. You got the virtual background on. Yes, good point. Um, 
Really, you're just watching the uh, the return of the guy in Love Island, aren't you? You're not really concentrating <laughs> on the place. Yeah. So 33. I'm going to say higher, 38%. Joe? I'm going to be controversial here and go lower. Well, Ned's already gone here, so it's a lot less controversial. But, but uh, only just. What was it, 33? So I'm going to go 31. Ben? 34. And five. Uh, I'm going to back Coxie here and say 46. Right. He played. That's far too high, by the way. I've just realised what I've done. 81 games, 44 goals. Ooh. Four percent. Yes. So take that. Did you all get that? Yeah, fifty-four percent for Simon Cox. That's unbelievable. That's an unbelievable successful. strike rate. He, he didn't even play in a playoff season. The next one. The next one's lower. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The next one. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. Who's the next Sorry. one? So uh, next was No, I still didn't catch you, mate. Sorry. Uh, Doyle. Oh, and Doyle. Oof. Oh, Doyle. Hello. It's not lower. So, suddenly, it's not so confident, <laughs> are you, Joe? We go first. Who's sorry? Who's spleen? Ned. <laughs> Ned. All right. <laughs> New nicknames. Um. Spleen. Um, uh, so was it 54? Yeah. Previously? yeah. Doyle's going to be close, isn't Doyle. it? Um, I'm going to say, oh, I don't want to say, but I'm going to say higher. I'm going to say 56. Joe? I think it's even higher than that. I think it's, I reckon, 65. That high Joe, let's not get carried away. <laughs> he scored like 23 uh, goals in 24 games well, why point. are you only predicting 65 yeah but at one point <laughs> not over the whole season <laughs> at one point on, he, Joe. at one point he was scoring more than back a goal back 99% Joe come on <laughs> uh, Ben 66 Fifey uh, 61 and Mark. 62. <laughs> Bear in oh. mind, I still don't think I'm high enough. I think it's even higher. Right. Uh, Ned, Ned's going to win this just by the fact that we've all completely overshot it. <laughs> no, right. He played 28 games. He scored 25. <laughs> Told you. It's He's on about now. 80 or didn't he? 80 yeah. and 10. Next one's definitely lower. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say they played one game and scored once. David um, Nugent's uh, England career. So the bonus for that is Ben with 66. Fraud. No, Absolute fraud. <laughs> okay, right. He's the next celebrating, one. but he's forgot that the winner has to defend the indefensible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the loser, don't forget. And the loser. Um, right. The next one, going back a bit... 
Who was that one, sorry? Beaker Edo. No, John Beaker. No, no sorry. I, uh, Peter Easton. Oh, Peter Easton. Oh, Peter Easton. Oh, oh, Easton. This is before my time. I'm not going to have a clue. It's definitely lower. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, where are we now? Everybody's been. So, it's back to Ben. Right. I am going to have a wild stab in the dark because. Fortunately, it's before my time, and I'm not. And because no one else has gone for you to sabotage. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. the same thing. Yeah. So I am going to guess it was quite prolific. Uh, so I am going for uh, it's quite wild as well. Uh, I'm going for forty-seven. Five feet. I mean, I, I have absolutely no idea. So I'm going to go forty-four. Forty-nine percent. Oh, that's nearly one in two. Ned, I've never heard of this player before. What was his name? Beefy something. Peter Easter. All right. <laughs> Beefy, Beefy to his friends. <laughs> Beefy Easter. Yeah. Easter Christo. Um, uh, I've, I'm just randomly guessing 55%. There we go, lower. Well, yes. Um, I'll try 39, please. <laughs> Very polite. <laughs> right, so I'm sure you've all and Forty-seven percent. Ben, spot on again. Oh, God's sake! <laughs> I'll practice my thing. Forty-seven for a Yeah, I had one in a hundred chance. Ben's on the way to Amarillo. <laughs> Winner. Right. Um, we're a third and Um, I'll just give you a date on the scores. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Ben's winning. seven, Mark and Ned on five, five feet on four, Joe on two. Oh, oh Joe! <laughs> come Joe. on, Joe! <laughs> Joe, hey, I'm going for the final. I'm going to finish last. Look, how many? Look, he's going to cut. Craig Easton's going to come up in a minute. <laughs> yeah, because we're doing prolific strikers. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> in the intro, Ben. Duncan Shearer. He's, he's got Duncan Shearer in the back. And he's winning. <laughs> got Duncan Shear in the bag. Right. Oh, right. Um, next one up is one of the favourites when Jan Argafjord. Jan Argafjord. Oh, right. Okay. And the last one was 47. Uh, sorry, that'll be Fifey. Fifey. Right. So. <laughs> Again, it's a little bit before. Well, I say a little bit, a lot, a lot bit before my time. But given the standard we were playing at, you would imagine it's fairly low. However, he has, has got cult hero status for a reason. So, what was it? Sorry, forty-seven. Yeah, forty-seven. Previous. I'm going to stick with my previous guess and go forty-four. 
Uh, Mark? I was thinking because there was that run at the start of the Premier League season where he went 15 games or so without notching a goal. Right, so that's not percent so far. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There was that. And then God, I'm trying to remember how many goals he actually finished the Premier League season on. And then we had the, the not so good following season. Um, Shit, have I overshot it? I'm going to. This is really tricky because I want. And I love Jan, one of my favourite ever players, but I don't think he was as. Uh, always as welcome as on. Ever no. Always, always welcome, welcome on an episode on. if always you want to. Yeah. Uh, Every time we mention a player, we're just going to say, always welcome on. Yeah. I'm going to go 39%. Oof. Um, I'm trying to remember how he did in the second season before he went to Borough. Back-to-back relegations. That well. But I'm sure he scored a good few anyway. Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to go 49%. Uh, um, I'm going for maybe one in three, so 33%. Good match. Um, I think he got was it 13 goals in his first season and about 23, 24 in the second in two relegation seasons. Um, he was quite prolific that second season, even though he went down. I'm going 39. Uh, we've already got a first game. Ben, oh, stop cheating! <laughs> 40. Okay. shit house. I hope it's 38. <laughs> right, um, he played two games. Uh, the goals was probably lower than you thought. Twenty-seven, which is thirty-seven percent. That's Mark thirty-nine percent. Well done, Mark. Well played. Well played. And this one will blow you apart. Harold Fleming. Yeah. Oh. How does it go, uh, Harold Fleming? Uh, I think that's five feet. Why am I going first again? Um, oh, fucking hell. I mean, just pick, okay. a, pick a number out of the air, I suppose. Um, I'm going to say higher. Uh, let's go for 69. Mark? Mark, why are you laughing? Uh, I'm laughing because I was going high 60, so I'm going to go 68. (laughs) That's why I was laughing, because he's going to say your shit has, and I'm not going straight for it. Ned? Uh, 70. Now we're playing. (laughs) But I'm not even a contender for... (laughs) Joe? I mean, they don't call it Fleming Way for nothing, do they? Um, Correct. 58. (laughs) Apparently they do. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, I mean, if his percentage is fifty-eight, then where, where's Simon Cox's street? Or yeah, but Fleming played street. for years, didn't he? It's different. Played for a long um, time. Seventy-one. Uh, oh. oh, fuck off, Ben. <laughs> he's going to be right now, I'm isn't he? Banning he's ben from the he's next, going to be back on. Show. It's right, going to be something he, like seventy-one percent. Not quite. He played two hundred and ninety-four games, one hundred and eighty-three goals, sixty-two percent. And Joe, ah, oh, get in there. Well done, Joe. Joe, you might have just avoided the bottom. I'm going to end up <laughs> fucking bottom, and I'm just going to be in fucking shit out every round. That's why it's Fleming way. Bob Fleming here. <laughs> right. Next one is uh, going back a bit as well. Ernie Hunt. Ernie Hunt. I'm in Cockney slang. <laughs> and, uh, uh, it's a good job I rate these episodes 18 plus. <laughs> Come to me first, did you say, Nick? Uh, Mark, sorry. Uh, sorry, what was the question? So we, no, 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 we're just go. confirming that you wanted Mark's prediction yeah. first. Yeah. Okay. So what was the last percentage from my minute? 62. 62. Um, okay. Ernie Hunt scored quite a lot of goals for town. So did Fleming. Very true. So I'm going to go 58 58 percent, Nick. Okay, Ned. Uh, 61 percent. Um, 51, please. Ben, how many years was he at Swindon for? No. Uh, no, we can't have supplementary questions. <laughs> no one said we couldn't. Not how this works. Before you shit out someone. You fucking Don't. shit out. <laughs> did he score a lot of goals? He did score a lot of goals. Just wondering how long he was at Swindon for. Given that you've got a virtual background on this evening, can you just confirm if the lady in your life is within arm's reach and can just smack you upside the head if you're going to carry on misbehaving? Uh, <laughs> what? No, she didn't get that. <laughs> you know, she, she's, she's more than arm distance away. She can't slap me from there. Okay. Sounds like a challenge. <laughs> so, <laughs> your, your, your challenge if you choose to accept it is slap Ben from where you are <laughs> between now <laughs> and the end of the episode. Right. Anyway, I'm sorry, Nick. Well, That's we're, okay. We're... Right. Okay. Ernie Hunt. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see that. <laughs> Ernie Hunt. <laughs> um, that's a brick, by the way. Um, What'd you just call me? A brick. <laughs> 50, no, 47. Uh, Fifey. I don't believe um, we've had this prediction yet, but apologies if we have. It took Ben so long, I forgot what everyone else did. Um, I'm going. To, I'd like to go 54 if possible, please, Nick. Yeah. Right. To answer your question, he played 214 games, scored 82 goals, which is 30. So. 
Oh, sorry, Nick, you've completely gone now. Uh, gone quiet. There we go. Okay, but did you get the numbers? You got we, the got, numbers. we got the numbers, and the percentage was 39, 38%. 38%, and that gives Ben the point. Well, I'm, ben. I'm massive everywhere I go. Right, here's one that uh, you should all be on. Our friend, uh, Harry McCurdy. Ooh. Oh, Harry McCurdy. But just leave. Um, sorry, I've got who's next. So next. playoff penalty misses don't count, no? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, sadly. Uh, <laughs> Ned. Uh, so 54%. Joe? He's just doing the maths. Give him a second. 63. <laughs> ben? For God, 59. Fifey? That's some sort of Old Testament jargon, was it, Ben? Yeah. So, the Lord he did Harry. have a couple of and, and one particularly infamous spell where he missed a few games, didn't he? Which would up his percentage because he scored so many. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, I'm... It can't be that high, though, surely. I've, I've probably overshot this completely. But I'm going to say 71. And my... I think it's slap bang in the middle. I'm going to go 50%. Right. Uh, he played 35 games, 19 goals, which gives Ned's 54%. Yay! Oh, Ned. Ned. Oh, so you love oh. him, I clearly got very excited with my master. Oh, Harry McCurdy. Oh, Harry McCurdy. <laughs> right, a player from my era, Peter. Oh, <laughs> Peter, who, sorry? <laughs> Peter, <laughs> Peter, who? Peter who? <laughs> Doctor's brother. Peter Noble. Peter Noble. 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 And, uh, Ben, Ben, well, well, so, sorry, Nick. Ben, ben, you need to remember, okay, so although a lot of people do thankfully watch our episodes, there are quite a few that do audio only. So you making hand gestures doesn't mean anything to them. <laughs> he had a big old comb over, didn't he, old Pete? No, we had the old Bobby Charlton. Yeah, yeah, followed Bobby Charlton. So where is Joe we're looking for? Hmm. Forty-seven. I mean, I don't have a clue. Oh, ben. Peter Noble. I'm going. Played for us for a few years, didn't he? So I'm going to go thirty-nine. Uh, Fifey. I'm going to say you would only throw it in if it was a a, a decent percentage. So I'm going to say sixty. 
Uh, Mark? Yeah, I think it's a, a good percentage as well. Not quite as high as 60, so I'm going to go 57%. And Ned? I'm going to go 49%. Right, this was uh, quite a surprising percentage, actually. 216 games, mm-hmm. and of that, it's 62 Damn goals. It. Which only gives him 29 percent. Yeah, I, I would have you tricked me, Nick. <laughs> I believed in you. <laughs> he got much of Burnley off that, didn't he? Um, okay, let's uh, we're two thirds of the way through, so I'll give you an update on the scores. Ah, oh, but I'm losing now. I don't seem to have got a point in ages. We've got Ben with 13. Oh. Lucky for some. Who are just Mark and Ned on 10. Ooh. Knowledge. Fifey and Joe on eight. Eight. Come on, Joe. <laughs> one hell of a battle at the bottom. Here, <laughs> well, you uh, should have a good chance of getting near. Super Sammy Parkin. A hero. Super Sam. Super, super Sam, super, super Sam, and, super uh, Sammy Parkin. At one point, he had a hundred. Uh, we'll go with Ben. Me, yeah. Super Sh- Sammy. Shush, Sh- Sh- Um, I'm quite happy to go last on this one. No. <laughs> <laughs> super Sammy, I am going to go. New season forty nine. Um, this is tough. 54. Mark? My cat's not happy with that answer. It's tricky. He scored a lot of goals in that one season. In fact, he scored a lot of goals over two seasons. Uh... He also had strike partners, though. Mm. Yes. Uh 46%. Ed? How much was he injured? Well, after he left, quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor bloke was cropped since he left it when to switch. Should have yeah. stayed here. But he's correct. I I'm going to go with. 40%. And Joe? Well, I'm thinking he scored around 70 goals-ish. Three seasons, what's that, 120-ish games? So I guess that gives me something like 60%. That's incredible, massive. Roughly, roughly. Within 2% just <laughs> estimating <laughs> like I'd love it for you to be completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> He's played 124 games. He scored 67 goals. Which gives Fifey the four. Oh, Joe. Spot on, Fifey. Fifey needed that one. Fifey needed that one. Oh, dear. And next one. 
is uh, Sir Don Rogers. Oh, the Don. Not Jimmy Quinn for Q. The Don. So I was okay. actually hoping it was going to be Nile Ranger. <laughs> probably in there, you know. Um, um, who's going first for this one, sorry? Oh, uh, sorry. Um, I forgot he went first last time. I did. Um, oh, fuck off. Okay. Yeah, you'd probably... Um, I'm going to say it's not as high... Forty-eight percent. Again, he wasn't an out-and-out striker, was he? As more of a more of a winger, attacking no, winger. So, dribbler. Yeah, exactly. A great one at that. But mm, goals, number of goals he scored for the games he played. I'm going to go. I think he's still high for for his position, but I'm going to go like thirty-eight percent, Nick. Uh, Ned? I'm going to say 30%. Oh, fuck, I've well overshot this, haven't I? Joe? Yeah, I think he scored a lot of goals for a long, over a long time, didn't he? Um, so I'm going to probably go the lowest and say 27. <laughs> and uh, the answer to life, the universe and everything, 42 Quote the hitchhiker. If you've seen, it, you've seen Red Hitchhikers, you know what I mean. <laughs> right. He played 412 games. Wow. Scored 148 goals, Ooh. which is 36. What a mark. Sir Don. Sir Don. Always Sir Don. welcome. Always welcome. Always welcome. Always welcome. Always welcome on Saddam. Yeah. Right. What a, what a sports shop as well. Yes, if you can park. Right. Uh, the next one is uh, Sean Taylor. Sean Taylor. Sean Taylor. The prolific striker, Sean Taylor. Uh, Mark, I think you're first this time. Now, so. Sean Taylor scored quite a lot of goals for a centre back. Losing my youth, uh, my my favourite player from my uh, from my youth. I think it was it thirteen goals in the uh, the season that we went went up to the Premier League? Oh, the games he played. I'm going to go twenty. It's yeah, twenty one percent. Quite quite a good. Any centre back whose goal scoring record is twenty anything percent is incredible. Yeah, with the exception of Sergio Ramos, who's just a beast. <laughs> Uh, very rarely injured. Stayed on the pitch when he was. Nine, yeah, nine. I'm gonna go nineteen percent. Joe. Yeah, I got a feeling he was like our second or third highest scorer in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, mm. Can't be much more than 25, surely. I'm going to go 20, 23. Uh, ben? And Taylor has scored, and that surely means it's the Premier League for Swindon Town now. 
he who had his well, whatever. Um, that was impressive until that point. Until I fucked it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, sixteen. Twenty-seven. Until sure, Taylor. Okay, not as many as uh, some thought. Damn it. 212 games, 30 goals, which gives 14%. Uh, so another point for Ben. Well done, Ben. Sure Ben's Taylor. delighted that he's winning, but again, forgetting that he's going to have to defend the indefensible. Oh, I'll just talk shit for five minutes. I'll be all right. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll Please be don't. Okay. It's only supposed to go on for about 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is uh, uh, our best free transfer, I think. Steve White. Chalky. 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 Uh, higher. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Joe. I'm going for the old one in three again, so 33%. Ben? Um, 34. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know what's coming. Well, you kind of know what's coming, but not quite. Uh, I'm going to pick this because, honestly, I don't know the answer, so I'll just go with my age and go 32. Uh, Mark? That leaves 35% free, so I'll have that, please, Ned. <laughs> 31 or 36, Ned? Uh, Ned? Ned's going to follow Fifey's rhyme and go with his age. and then... uh, I, I'm not going to go with my age because it's way too high. Uh, <laughs> 31%, please. So if we literally gone 31, 2, 3, 4 and 5? Yeah. I was, I, initially, I was going to go 30, but i got to go 31 just to cover. Well, one of you, again, is 100%. 244 games, 83 goals, has been 34% spot on again. 34%? 34% for Ben. On ben! Oh, Are you cheating? Seriously. 1% out. 1%. So massive. I thought you were losing weight. Right, the last I am losing one. weight. I'm still massive. <laughs> last player on the list is... Go, uh, Nicky or Jose. There we go. Jerry Yates. Jerry Yates. Jerry Yates. Jerry Yates. Jerry Yates. Jerry Yates. That's Jerry. a pencil on the last... Jerry Yates, I would say... Brr, 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 brr. Joe, this is very close between me and you, mate. 35. Fifey? I'm sticking with 32, please, Nick. Mark? I'm going to go 41%. Ned? Ned? (laughs) Ned? Ned? Ned. Wakey, wakey, Ned. 
Thirty-eight percent. And Joe, I think it would have been higher if it weren't for a certain Mister Doyle. He got shoved mm. out on the wing, didn't he, Jerry Yates? He did indeed. Um, so I'm going for the old thirty-three percent again. John, right? He only played thirty-one games. What? Fifteen goals. Ooh. Ooh. Which gives forty percent. Wow. For Mark. Oh, and a mark. Mark, oh, you've pushed Ben all the way to his limit there. He played a lot less games than I thought. Yeah. It's he scored a lot more goals than I thought. No, I thought the goals was about right, but I thought he played a lot more games than that. Season got cut short, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. indeed. Good How point. many have we got left, Nick? Is, it, is that That's the last it. one? Yeah. Oh, That's God. Last one. <laughs> emotional. Right, we've got Ben. Is it, is it Joe? On 20. Well done, Ben. We've got Fifey on 13. We've got Mark. Oh, in a random order. 17. Ooh. We've got Ned on 15. Ooh. <laughs> on. on 12. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> so, the I'm winner is Ben. He smashed it on 20. No. And oh, is Joe. So Brilliant. It's not Friday, is it? Defensible. There was no Scottish football in no there. Scottish was there we didn't have Useless. Duncan Shearer. We could have had <laughs> Jonathan Douglas. Duncan Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, we'll go with runner-up to go first, which is Joe. And your defend is... Swindon are going to redevelop their ground and they ought to take the lead of Oxford United in only putting up three stands. Oh. <laughs> you want me to defend that statement? You have to defend that statement that Swindon should have three stands. Like Oxford. Like follow Oxford. Good luck, Joe. Well, uh, to be fair, I mean, if you know, if we knock the town end down, because that's a shithole anyway. Um, have a nice hotel there, no seating. Put another nice big stand up at the Stratton Bank end. There's plenty of seats there for what we need. You know, you'd be 16,000. You could probably get three three good stands. Um, you know, I quite like the way Oxford have done their ground. A nice scenic view out the end. And, you know, you can see... You, and you can even check your car at all, the t- at all times. You know, when you're... Just in case, because you know what these places are like now. You can, you can watch the football and you can check your car. And... Uh, you know, I think that's a, an absolute must-have these days in football. Well done, Joe. Well done, Joe. Oh, it's brilliant. You can, oh. you can get a nice seat and check your car. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. <laughs> oh, what's Ben got? Please, <coughs> please be good. Oh, so, sorry, Nick, give it a sec. Your, your mic's cutting out again. Right. Uh, there we go. We've been talking goal scorers. Mm. From the list that we've just gone through, Sammy Parkin is the worst goal scorer ever to play in the name. Right, give me a minute. <laughs> if you defend that, Ben, I will unfriend you from every decision you <laughs> <Right. laughs> 
Prepare to be unfriended. Before, before we actually start this, can I just point out that Sam Parkin was a hero of mine in my early 20s. You can point out what you like, but you still need to defend it, Ben. Come on. Right. Okay. Let's go. That's why you've got the question. Sam Parkin was a lucky goal poacher who um, didn't do much work around the pitch. He was quite a large bloke, so it wouldn't surprise me if he was just under overweight. He didn't do much running. Um, you know, it, he was just lucky at his time. He proved when he was at Ipswich, you know, his career oh was completely downhill. He didn't look after himself. He wasn't a team player. He was selfish in front of goals. He got sent off against Cheltenham, stupidly, cost us three points that game. You know, it, 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 his selfishness possibly cost us promotion. That oh playoff season, he could have scored more goals. He could have done more. Mooney was far better. <laughs> Sam Parkin, welcome on anytime. <laughs> Sam Parkin, you're welcome anytime. I love you, really. That was brilliant. Uh, well done. I've got to give it to Ben on that because... Uh, he almost sounded convincing. Sorry, Sam. I mean, oh congrats, Ben. But me personally, I thought that came almost too naturally to yeah. Ben. And it's almost as if yeah. he genuinely thinks that. I love Sam. I remember his, that off. his first game, he scored a hat-trick against Barnsley. The Blake he was lazy and had no talent. To me. And went, we've got a goal break. scorer. We've actually got a goal scorer. <laughs> but he was what you're saying is, Ben, when he, he took the penalty for his hat-trick, he should have passed it. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah, he possibly should have. <laughs> Um, Nick, thank you very much for that quiz. Uh, well done, Nick. It was it was very very well constructed, and uh, we very much appreciate the time you've put into that. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Let's enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed it very much, even if the fraud did win. <laughs> Is that why Listen. Woody wasn't on? It's because Nick nicked his broadband. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if we had them both on. My God, we'd never get started. Never mind finish. Um, listen, uh, Nick, Mark, Ben, Joe and Ned, it's been an absolute pleasure spending the last what hour and a half or so with you. Uh, thank you very much, always, for your time. Thank you to the viewers and the listeners. We always appreciate your time and your feedback. And as we always say, if ever you, uh, you fancy joining the Band of Merry Men, and, uh, and sharing an opinion on anything Swindon Town related. Hit us up on our socials and we will certainly get you on. But for me and the guys for this week, thank you very much. <laughs>